0: And welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast. It's called Cosplaying Cocktails. I
1: mean, I think you're
0: supposed to say "Welcome to the Fucking Shire," but this is Paige. What? Why am I supposed to say "Welcome to the Fucking Shire"? That's here? what you said you were going to say. Did I? Yeah, you said that was the name of the episode. I for forgotten that yeah. whole entire conversation. Right. Well, this is Paige anyway, and I am Jesse as always. As always, anyway. As always, anyway um yeah so we went to the renaissance festival today we did we're this is if you cannot tell
1: already uh one of our infamous road trip episodes uh that a couple of you have commented that you love so much um we are on our way home from the ren fair and it's fresh in our minds and we are still really doing some ren fair vibing so we thought what better time
0: yeah, we like doing the road trip episodes because, like Paige said, things are fresh in our mind. We have a ton of time in the car. I'm wearing vampire. I was fangs. getting ready to ask you if you would take it out your fangs. Yeah. I can if it's super noticeable. Whoa! Uh, as I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted by Del Shannon. We like the road trip episodes because we're driving home from events anyway. So, it uh, gives us a time to talk about things while things are still fresh in our minds. Right, right. Um, so, like we mentioned, uh, this is going to
1: be all about our trip to uh, the first Ren Fair we've been to in two years almost. Pretty much, yeah. Um, so, but before we get into that, Jesse, Cocktail Corner, tell everybody about the infamous cocktail at the St. Louis Ren Fair. Yeah,
0: I don't know if it's infamous, but. I mean, it's, it's infamous to us. Yeah, we had, or I had, a cocktail today called the Walk the Plank, and it's basically similar to a a Long Island iced tea, in that it's basically all the boozes mixed together with a little sweet and sour mix, and that's it. Right, right. And by all the
1: boozes, she means just all of them. Vodka, tequila, rum, just any whiskey, anything you could really think of much um and sweet and sour mix and she just loves it it's pretty good um so yeah that is our cocktail corner it is called walk the plank uh jesse do you have you know you feeling curious about anything today
0: something's on my mind that means question time i'm gonna ask you a question uh, i was gonna ask you and our listeners What is your favorite part of going to the rent fair? Um, well, um,
1: I think the all over vibe is big for me, but I don't know that that's like an appropriate answer. It Um, is. Whatever you want to answer. I was going to say the all over vibe, but I also really love just getting a drink, a beer, whatever, a mead, a cocktail, and sitting down and watching the shows. Um, we talked a lot this year about um, you know, whether they're corny or silly or super impressive, like whatever the shows are, uh, you know, those, those workers at the Ren Fair really put a lot of effort into, uh, their stage performances. And, uh, I enjoy every single one. I generally have just enough alcohol in me to really get into every single stage
0: performance. Well, and as I said, I was telling you when not recording um even if it's something that's not my preference or my you know something I would normally watch I do recognize that the performers put a lot of time and effort into their performances right right um so I would say just uh, really the overall just like
1: we go we dress up we drink, we walk around and we watch some pretty talented performers. Like, uh, we eat some cool food, like really all of it. It's just, um, an all over vibe. It has a very con vibe. Um, which I think is why we love it so much. Like, uh, you know, we talk to people, we compliment their costumes or cosplays. We, um, you know, talk about how they did certain makeup effects or whatever. Like, it just has a very con vibe, and um, the fact that, you know, it's something close to home that we can do, it's 10 out of
0: 10. Yeah, it's... What about you? Well, I don't like, I guess, like, similar, like, just the nerd vibe that you get with a uh, renaissance fair, like, right. everyone there is a nerd, every, like, a lot of people do costume... I feel a little bit, I won't say self-conscious per se, but, you know, like, I feel like people that go to Renaissance Fair, even more than your average cosplayer, they embody a character. So, I feel weird complimenting people on their costume, because I know some of them don't feel like... It's a costume. They legitimately feel like it's a character that they're portraying. Mm -hmm. So that's the only thing that's a little bit weird about me for renaissance fair is. I just feel like I don't want to offend anyone by calling what they're wearing a A costume. You're Right. Or a cosplay. So. Uh, But yeah. Similar. It's just kind of the overall nerd vibe that you get. Yeah. So let's hop Let's hop into it. Are you ready? I think I'm
1: ready. Good to go? Um, So, we weren't really sure if we were going to make it to a Ren fair this year. Our schedule um, with different cons that we have been invited to and have planned on going to and just life in general kind of got a little um, crazy this fall. And so, we weren't really sure if we were going to make it. But, luckily, um, you know, this is going to be releasing quite a bit later, but... Tomorrow is Jessie's birthday. It
0: is, in fact.
1: Um, so, I already had plans to come down to where she lives and visit her and hang out. And we realized that it was the last weekend of the closest rin fair to us. And so, we were like, well, why, why not? Why shouldn't we do this? Um, so, we made plans. Um, and we both were like, oh, we have plenty of Rin Fair costumes to wear. Right. Um, and then, you know, that changed. Uh, I mean, it didn't change, but, you know, what we were going to wear changed. Right. Um, so, we mentioned this is our first uh, Rin Fair since uh, COVID, basically. Um, and so, we weren't really sure to ex- what to expect, but I, in my opinion, it was very normal,
0: yeah, I mean that helps that rent fairs are outside. outdoors. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it didn't feel it didn't feel
1: abnormal to me. Um, there was a really good crowd. Um, people were Yeah, it felt normal. Th- yeah, most like people felt normal rent. There was a lot of people, uh, costuming or cosplaying. Um, and it was just really good vibes all around. Um, we did something a little bit different this year. Jesse wanna talk about the
0: brunch we did? Yeah, well, So, we've done a couple of other special events where you pay extra at the St. Louis Renaissance Festival before. We've done the Cocktail Crawl, which we really enjoyed. So, uh, I saw that this year they were offering a brunch as an extra, you know, you pay extra money event. Uh, and I thought it looked like something you would want to do because you got preferred seating for the joust, and it's pretty much your only option for a sit down meal at the Ren Fair. So uh, we did that, and we each had a couple mimosas. Yeah, so so generally, if you've not been to a Ren Fair or
1: you've not been to St. Louis's, because I'm sure they're all a little different. St. Louis, they've got multiple booths um, to order food at, but generally the lines are pretty long. Uh, not always, the but... The lines, I felt like, were especially They were long pretty long this year. this year, and there are tables um, and benches available throughout the fair, um, but... Um, it's kind of a first come, first Right, start. right. It, it's kind of hit or miss. So, um, Jessie had seen this, and she was like, hey let's try this because it's also sometimes hard to get tickets or not tickets, but it's also sometimes hard to get seats for the joust um, because some people just sit there and wait for an hour or so. Yeah. And generally yeah, we're, an we're around, um, you know, just kind of perusing the Ren fair, And so we just kind of pop into whatever joust we may get there in time for. So um, it was nice this year to have, reserve seating um we each got we thought we were each just getting one mimosa but they refilled it yeah. for us and i think if we would have asked they would have done it again um, uh, well. uh we also uh we got a turkey leg a side of potato salad and a side of um an ear of corn an ear of corn left, yes uh, corn on the
0: cob
1: yep um and then i thought we were supposed to doing. get a cookie
0: we weren't supposed to get a cookie. We sure we didn't. didn't. But um, I'm not complaining. No, no, like yeah,
1: cool. um, and that was like twenty-seven dollars uh, a piece. With, and yeah,
0: just twenty-five plus like a two-dollar ticket and right
1: a for eat, so, so for
0: like a full meal and um, and you know Renaissance Fair like an amusement park the prices are inflated for what you would normally expect to Right, pay. right. Um, so we or that like a con.
1: Right, we're like a con. Yep. So, that was the very first thing we did when we got there uh, today. We had a selected time slot that we had pre-selected. We went straight there. So, it was a good way to start because then we didn't start off hungry and looking for something to eat. And um, so, we watched the joust, which is always a really good time. Um, Do you have anything to say about the joust in general?
0: No, I mean, if you have, like... If you haven't been to a ring before and you're planning on going, like I would recommend watching the joust. But other than that, I, it was cool because after our meal, a guy came around and kind of told us the history of jousting, and there was a lot right. of stuff that neither of us
1: knew. Yeah. So yeah. So like he mentioned that um, the way that British uh, royal officers salute is with like their thumb down, palm facing forward, you know, at their forehead. And he said that's to symbolize like the visor of a knight's, uh, helmet. Um, and then what was the other thing? To show they didn't have a weapon. Oh, the way that, uh, knights generally shake, you know, they don't shake hands. They grasp each other's forearms and shake. And, uh, that's to make sure that the opponent doesn't have something up their sleeve, which we both were like, oh, like things we didn't know. Super interesting. Uh, so that was fun little, uh, bonus that we got out of that. So after that, we really didn't have a lot of plans. Um, we, or any any plans, uh, we did a lot more shopping than, than we have done in previous years right looking Um, we generally kind of peruse past the shops we don't normally pop in um but this year we made a point to go in as many as uh was possible um and there's just so many really cool options there um one of the favorite booths that we saw was called the copper eye um and They have a Etsy shop, which is called The Copper Eye. They have an Instagram called The Copper Eye. And then they also have a Gmail. But I'm sure you can get that via their Instagram. Uh, They had just all kinds of really cool stuff. Necklaces and um, trays and all kinds. Just, I mean, so many different options. Witchy vibes. Yeah, very witchy vibes. And uh, the individual that we talked to there was wonderful. We really enjoyed chatting with them. Um, and we, like I said, we kind of visited a bunch of different shops. Uh, we watched a bunch of different shows this year. Um, some we've never seen before. Well, most of them we haven't seen I don't before. Think
0: I've seen any of
1: them yeah, before. um. Oh, gosh. Is there anything specific you want to talk about about that? you
0: want to, Crazy Boy Koi, Pirates Inc., and then the belly dancing. Yeah, yeah.
1: And all of them. uh, And then we also... Um as we were walking by this lady that had a was playing a harp, she was playing the skyboat uh-huh. song from Outlander, and so my ear was automatically like, hmm, what is that I hear? Outlander?" So we popped over there and Jesse had been mentioning to, uh, stopping by there anyway. and she ended up playing us another little song. Um, and she was very sweet as well. Um, we had several drinks. We had a, I had a couple local beers. Um, Jessie had a couple different cocktails. She had something called mermaid. I only water. had one.
0: Co- well, I guess yeah, but I dropped it on the ground. So, oh.
1: so we won't talk about that.
0: Yeah, um, it was a sad.
1: We chatted with a, we chatted with uh, different people um, that were costuming. We had a pi- our picture taken. We uh, it was just it, it, we've mentioned before. On episodes that Ren fair vibes are very similar to Con Vibes. Just a little different. Um, but very similar vibes. And we actually... Nerds
0: outdoors instead of nerds indoors, basically.
1: Right, right. Um, so, it, it's very... It's a very normal feeling for us at a Ren fair. Okay. So, we're going to get into uh, our costumes uh, that we put together. I mentioned that we kind of went into uh, this Ren Fair trip thinking, okay, we have, uh, we have previous costumes that we can wear to the Ren Faire. Yeah. Um, and then that changed very quickly. So, um, I started out thinking, uh, like general, every Ren Faire I've been to, I've worn a version of my Claire from Outlander. And I thought, well, that's what I'll do again. I put, first year, are you yeah, Claire? yeah. Okay, um, I, I put a lot of money into my Claire. I put a lot of time into my Claire and I like to wear her. So, um, you know, before I've just changed out the skirt or the stomacher and worn her, uh, you know, and tried to change it up a little bit. Um, but this year I thought, you know what? I always love just a generic grinfair um, you know, fairy or whatever vibe. And that's kind of what I want to go for. So... Um, I ended up ordering a set off of Amazon. It came, um, I looked at different sets, actually. There was another one I had picked out, and it was a separate, um, an underdress, um, and then a corset, and then I was going to make a skirt separately. The corset I couldn't get, and the underdress was about $35, I think, on Amazon, and I ended up finding a very similar um, underdress that came with kind of an I don't know, duster over top thing. Yeah, an over skirt, and over... Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. had a top and a bottom. You know, it kind of tied like a corset in the front. Um, but it was also the exact same... I mean, it was a very similar price to just the underskirt that I was looking at. And so I decided to go with that. Um, I really liked the overall look of the under dress and over skirt situation. Um, so I really thought that's what I'm going to wear. I thought, well, I will, you know, make a, um, flower crown for it and, you know, maybe throw in, you know, some of my accessories that I have from previous costumes, um, and make that work. Uh, I got it. I liked it. And that was my plan. And then I had a couple free days and a pattern for (laughs) a, uh, front tie corset, uh, or vest. Uh, that I've never used before. And I got it in my head that I needed to make an entire costume. So I made a over the top corset. And a skirt out of uh, fabric that I had made. Yeah
0: like a bodice I would say. It's yeah. like a full bodice.
1: It's yeah, more than just a corset. Yeah. Um, so I, I made a costume. And was really happy with it honestly. Um, the, I like the colors. It was a gold top. And a, an a army green or forest green uh, olive, skirt. Yeah, yeah olive. Um, and then, you know, I was going to, you know, throw on, you know, maybe a an apron and a flower crown and some ears. And I was like, I am so happy with this. And then Jesse informed me that um, we had been looking because our Ren fair generally has themed weekends. Um, and we had been looking for that information and could not find it anywhere. So we thought, okay, it's... Yeah, years, we yeah. said okay. It's it's just the last fling, is what they're calling it. All right, or
0: sweet endings. It is yeah, sometimes. right, right, right. Yeah.
1: So we're like, okay, so we'll just do whatever we want. Well, then as soon as I finished my costume, Jesse found where they had announced that it was Vampire and Vikings Weekend, and so I got it in my head that I needed to try to make something more vampire-ish. Um So I used the exact same pattern and made a black pleather. Uh, Bodice corset situation. Um, and I also have black skirt skirt material. My original plan was to make that a vampire, but it really didn't read vampire, and I didn't want to have to wear my teeth. They they aren't high quality. Um, I didn't really want to mess with them, and nothing else about me really screamed vampire. So I decided to do more of a forest witchy vibe. Um and so I actually had gone to a dollar store, um, in my hometown and bought this tablecloth and I had actually already put it on a console buffet table that I have in my house. Um, I ended up throwing that on under the, uh, overskirt that I made. Um, I already own the belt, um, that I wore. We use that for ho- or I use that for hobbits, Um, I wore all of this over the underdress that I bought, which really made that a hell of a deal for me because, you know, I paid the same amount and I have this extra overdress that I can possibly wear for something else. Uh, My underdress uh, I bought and it was very, 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 very white. um, And I decided that I wanted to tea stain it and I wasn't sure if it was going to take the Tea, but I, I did not test it. I just went straight to it. Because that's how I go about things. And I tea stained it for maybe maybe five minutes. And it turned out just about what I wanted. Per- just about perfect for what that I was, was wanting. So just a little off white without being too yellowy or, or uh, gross. So was really happy with how that worked. Um, never. Don't undermine tea staining. Because man. I'm never
0: really tea stained fabric. I oh, I teach stained fabric all the time. Paper to make my steampunk pit boy, All the time. But-
1: I actually just used food dye on a shirt the other day to dye it. Because I didn't have uh, fabric dye. I- and it worked amazing. Um, yeah. Um, I wore my socks and my shoes for my Claire. Um, the belt, like I said, I already had. Um, but I decided after talking um about kind of what I wanted to do with this witchy, I don't know, vibe that I was trying to give off. Um, uh, I went to my mom's house and scavenged some bottles and some um fake plants and different like stones and crystals and kind of hung some different random stuff off of my belt. Um And made a little drawstring bag as like a purse. Uh, And then when I I made a flower crown. Well, it's not a flower crown. It's more like a vine crown or, I don't know, a foliage crown. So, uh, it just have flowers on it basically. But uh, that's what I planned on wearing. But when I got to Jessie's this weekend, she had the perfect witch hat. And I ended up just throwing that little crown on top of it and giving it a little... What's it called? What? Um. What? A hat. A witch hat? No, what you wear around hat it. A hat band? A hat. Kind of like a hat band. Um, and yeah, that was basically what I did. I liked it a lot. It was easy. This cor- this pattern that I have, it's a betteric pattern. Um, and it is super easy to do. Like I said, I made two, um, and they both took just a couple hours a piece, um, I didn't end up spending that much money on it, which was great because originally when I, we had talked about it, I had like a million things in my cart, which is not abnormal for me. Um, but overall super happy. It was comfortable. It was easy to wear. It was plenty warm without being hot. Um, and it was, it was fun. It was something different that I haven't done before. So that was my redfair fair costume. Oh,
0: uh, my Red fair costume As Paige said, uh, when we, so it kind of, we didn't originally plan on going to the Rin Fair this year. Um, but, uh, we were kind of talking about what we wanted to do to celebrate my birthday. And Paige said, is there is the rent fair, will it still be going that weekend? I was like, yeah, it's the last weekend. So, we kind of both decided that we wanted to go to the rent fair. So, um, we, uh, decided to do that. And, um, from the beginning of when we started talking about going to the rent fair, I had two main, well, so originally my idea was to reuse my Rococo dress from Rococo or Georgian, however you want to describe it, gambits, and do like a queen or a nobility renaissance look. Mm-hmm. So that was my original idea. And then I thought about, I've got a lot of, you know, I've been to renaissance fairs for several years, so I've got a lot of kind of generic renaissance looks that I could put together. So, I thought about one of those. Well, then I thought about... I had been looking for an excuse to cosplay as Nadja from what we do in the shadows. And I was like, well, that's historical because, you know, she is several hundred... You know, or a thousand years old. So... uh, You know, I guess several hundred, not quite a thousand. But, um... So, I thought maybe I could do that for renaissance fair because she would have lived during the renaissance the actual renaissance so uh and i was like i think i can reuse my rococo dress to do Naja. um and if i can't wear it for the ren fair i'll wear it for work you know like halloween at work or just whatever you know halloween in general for trick-or-treaters or whatever so, that was my idea, and but then I also had the backup of just doing a new renaissance look with things I had from other renaissance look and from my Barbara Strazzi that I did for the costume challenge, for the cosplay challenge for the podcast. So, I had options, and then as Paige mentioned previously... We found out about less than a week, right? Mm-hmm. Before we went to the Ren Fair, we found out that it was um, Vampires and Vikings theme weekend. So I was like, okay, I'm definitely doing Nadja. So I didn't have to do too much work to my costume overall. Um, my Rococo dress, I had to fix a hem that had come undone from wearing it to Dragon Con. And I took off the bustle that was on the back. Uh, But other than that, I really didn't do any work to the dress. Uh, I bought a jabot, which is like a cravat, but more fancier. And a wig. And I did have to cut the bangs on the wig, but that's all I really did, the wig. Uh, I bought... Well, I did, like, my makeup to match Nadja. Really, the thing I did that took the most work and the only thing that I feel like is worth talking about is I bought custom-fit vampire fangs, which, if you, listener, feel like I am talking with a little bit of a lisp, it's because I still have my vampire fangs in. Um, uh, So, I bought originally a cheaper pair of fangs that you just put in with adhesive and then I ended up buying a more expensive pair of fangs that are custom fit and I'm really really glad that I did I think they look pretty natural for you know about as close as you can get without having something custom made completely And they also are custom fit to my teeth. So the ones I bought, they are Scarecrow brand. So I'll give the brand a little shout out because I am happy with how they held up over the day of the Renaissance Fair. They are Scarecrow brand. I have the classic um, custom fit fangs. And um, I had to mix together a powder and some drops of liquid. And that made a dental mold that I then fit to my teeth so they pop in and out my fangs so that when we ate our brunch or when I drank things that may stain the teeth, it was very, very easy for me to pop them out. So I'm happy I went with that other than, you know, some of the options where I would have to use adhesive or, you know, denture adhesive to stick. these just pop in and out no adhesive is required and they look fairly natural and they were not all that expensive I think they were about $16 regular price on Amazon with free shipping they also have free shipping on their website if you don't want the expedited shipping so um, I think it was well worth it they're supposed to last for years and years they definitely lasted all the day Rin Fair, so I'm interested to see how they'll hold up as time goes on. Um, like I said, other than that, other than taking the bustle off and doing my makeup and cutting the bangs on the wig, I didn't do a whole lot of work to my costume for this Rin Fair. I will say, I don't think anyone had any Clue Eyes Naja, but uh, that's okay. That's alright. At Rin Fair, especially. Yeah. I kind of expect that. If it was a convention, I would have maybe been a little bit disappointed. But for Ren Faire, I would say, even though the theme was vampires and Vikings for this weekend at the Ren Faire, we didn't see a ton of vampires or Vikings. It was mostly right. people in regular, just, you know, clothes. Like, this is my renaissance. We saw a... Renaissance Loki, so we did amazing see, and we saw oh, really a, good Jennifer uh, and uh, Gerald uh-huh and we saw a dude Thor, yep, yep, that was really good. So we saw a lot of beautiful amazing costumes, uh-huh. Asanza. uh-huh it was just that we didn't necessarily see a lot that matched the theme.
1: right right um um so. We've mentioned before, uh, Jesse has been to a couple other rin Fairs. Um, St. Louis Renaissance Festival is the only one I've ever been to. Um, but uh, one of the things that we talk about when we discuss Wren Fairs is, you know, kind of like how we feel about each individual one. And uh, this time we talked about just how St. Louis is a really good, if you've not been, St. Louis is a really good size. It's not a huge Wren Fair. Right. It's kind um, of like...
0: So, if you're just going for a day... Uh-huh. Um, you to, if you've never been to a Renaissance Fair before, it's a good way to dip your toe in. Yeah.
1: But it's not overwhelming. Right, right. Uh, we actually spoke with a um, a worker, a worker yeah. for the Rin Fair, and we were discussing with them uh, our thoughts on that because... Uh, like we said, like, you know, some other Renaissance festivals you can go to are so overwhelming and big and you just can't do everything in one day. But for a day trip, St. Louis is about the perfect size. We, um, you know, I don't think we ever felt like okay, we're bored, what are we going to do now? Um, but we also didn't feel rushed in our time right. and got to walk around. It's not, not a hard walk for the most part. There, There's a couple small hills um, but it's it's just a really good time. They've got a little bit of everything. They've got plenty of uh, shopping options. The They've got plenty of food options. Yes, the hills can not be avoided. Um, lots of good uh, entertainment and shopping options um, and food options. Uh, plenty of drinking options. Uh, so, really, overall, a well-rounded Ren fair. I would agree. Um, yeah. Anything else on your part? I don't think so um so that's the episode guys we uh just like to tell you kind of the fun things that we do in our lives and especially if uh we're costuming we want to tell you about that and if it's something we think that our listeners might be interested in that's what we're here for mm-hmm. so we hope you enjoyed the episode we hope uh that you listen along from here on out if you're new or if you go back and start at the beginning Um, but either way, if you want to follow along with us, we are on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Cosplay and Cocktails Pod. We're also over on Twitter at Cosplay Pod. Or if you want to send us some stuff or just have a good chat with us, you can pop on over to Jessie at the email. Uh, that's where she hangs out.
0: Yeah. You can send me weird fish fakes, interesting plants and mushrooms, uh, corrections. Things that we screwed up. If we screwed something up, we want to acknowledge that we screwed it up. Um, uh, cosplay pictures that you may want us to feature. Either something you've done or just something you think is cool. Um, uh, cocktail recipes. Mocktail recipes. Um, if you have a rent fair that you think we should hit up. Yeah, or, or a con. Con, yeah, a convention that you think we should hit up that we may not know about. Let us know. Email us at cosplaycocktailspod at gmail.com. Uh, that's gmail.com. Um, okay, are we done? Yeah, I think we may be done. I, I think, think we so might be. Want to talk about that other thing I wanted to talk about then. Okay, bye! Okay, bye!